Welcome to the Liberty Cafe, where oppression is on the menu. Hello, this is Bill Peacock, and welcome to episode 70 of the Liberty Cafe. I'm really grateful to have you here with me, listening to us, and taking part in what we're doing here at the Liberty Cafe. And it's really good also to be a part of the Texas Scorecard team. They're our sponsors for the Liberty Cafe, and they are doing great work out there. I'm glad to be part of working with them. So go to texasscorecard.com and see what you can find out about the fight for liberty here in Texas and, and really across the United States, even the world. It's really great to be with a group of folks who aren't afraid to talk about Jesus in the public sphere. So not really here to talk about Jesus today, although, well, I guess I am talking about Jesus, but I don't have a gospel message for you today, although who knows, we may get into some of that. But really what I want to talk to you about today is the Texas Senate. So let's get into that. So we just had our elections last week, primary elections anyway, and some changes are coming in the Texas Senate. And I was trying to think about how I wanted to talk about it, and then I saw a tweet by Luke Macias, our great team member here at Texas Scorecard, and he was responding to a tweet put out by Mark Jones. Mark Jones is a political science professor down in Houston, I believe he is, and he has been rating the Texas legislature on a liberal to conservative spectrum for, I think, back to 2011. And so Dr. Jones had just put out a tweet that said, looks like the Texas GOP Senate caucus has four new members beginning January 2023. And he listed those folks, Phil King, Mays Middleton, Tan Parker, and Kevin Sparks. Three of those guys, the first three, are all sitting House members in the Texas House of Representatives. And the last one is a... Uh, new member to politics in Texas, at least uh, to the legislature, uh, Kevin Sparks, actually used to be, I think, a board member at TPPF, Texas Public Policy Foundation, when I was over there. And so anyway, Luke responds to or, or quotes the, the text, for, uh, the tweet from Jones and says, this will most definitely be the most conservative Texas Senate in recent history. So I, I got to thinking about that. And, you know, I get what uh, my friend Luke was saying uh, that it's going to be a significant shift from where the Texas Senate was in 2021, and I don't think anybody can argue with that. And we'll talk about that a little bit more as we go through this process. But I got to thinking about not too long ago, back as re recent as 2017, and I thought, you know, I don't think this 2023 Senate will probably be as conservative as that one. Uh, because I I just I knew some of these guys who are coming in, uh, Phil King and Tan Parker in particular. I've watched their careers around the Texas uh, House for a long time. And, and they're just not real conservative, right? They're, they're, I guess you'd call middle of the road. They're not you know, I wouldn't call them rhinos, but I wouldn't call them solid free market conservatives. And so, and I think the Texas uh, Fiscal Responsibility Index, 
you know, proves that. 62% for Phil King. That's a failing grade in, in like where I teach schools. And then Tan Parker, even worse, 52%. So I was thinking, you know, I, I just don't see those guys pulling the Texas Senate to the right. Now, Mays Middleton is a different matter. He had a 91 on the uh, TFR index in 2021. Good, solid conservative. Also, I think another board member at TPPF when I was there. And then Kevin Sparks, I think, is great. I don't know how he'll vote, but he was always very conservative when I had a chance to have conversations with him. So I think those two guys will be great. But that's two guys, and, and I, I'm just not sure that those two guys will be able to pull the Texas Senate to the right as far as it was back in 2017. So I thought I'd just put together a little chart here and, and go back and use three different measures uh, starting back in 2011 because that's as far back as uh, Dr. Jones rates his uh, rates the Senate and the Texas legislature. And three different measures. So one is going to be the TFR, Texans for Fiscal Responsibility Index. The second one is Dr. Jones's index. And then the third one is how much money they've spent. And I think if we look at all three of those, we'll get a pretty good picture of which Texas Senates have been conservative over the last, well, since 2011, and which ones really haven't. Just let me note while we're doing this, we're going to be looking at the Republicans in there, which I think is fair because ultimately we're looking at how Republicans vote to see how conservative the Texas Senate is because, well, you don't find any conservatives in the Democrats. And then second of all, the Republicans have been in charge of the Texas Senate since well before 2011. So really, it's how what the Republicans do that guides where the Senate goes, because you're not going to get Democrats voting the right way on most real, true conservative programs. Now, the one exception to that would be particularly Senator Eddie Lucio on uh, abortion right to life kind of stuff. He's great on that. But other than that, you're just going to not see them helping the Senate move to the right. So let, let's go back to 2011 and look at what the uh, the indexes say about the Texas Senate. So TFR ranked the Texas Senate overall at 47%. That What that means is that the Texas Senate voted conservative 47% of the time. And, you know, that's just not good. Now, it's better than it might be for some places, other states besides Texas. It might be better than other instances of the Texas Senate sometime in the past, but it's the lowest score in the range that we're looking at, 47%. Um, so not very good. We go back and look at the Jones Index, and it's kind of hard to really compare one Senate to another using what Jones comes up with. So what I've really done is just looked at how many really conservative senators they have each session that, that pull the Senate to the right. And back in 2011, there were two. Right. And that was um, Senator Birdwell and Senator Patrick, uh, both of them pretty new in the um, in the Senate, not brand new, but pretty new. 
And they were the outliers, the ones that were pulling the Senate to the right. But that was it. There were just two of them. And then uh, 2011, how much did they spend? Well, they they increased spending by only 1.4%. Now, that's a little bit of a – that doesn't really tell you how conservative they were, that they increased biennial spending. Let me put it explain that by 1.4%. Because in 2009, the time before, they had – blown out the budget in in the Texas legislature and 2011 was a um, was a point of great fiscal stress and they didn't have much money to spend in 2011 and so they spent what they had but it's, it wasn't a real indicator of how conservative or liberal the Senate was but nonetheless I think we can look and see from the TFR score in particular, and the Jones just two conservative senators, but 2011 wasn't very conservative. Then we move on to 2013, and we see, first of all, starting at TFR, it actually increased to uh, from 47% their record in the Senate to 58%. So 